Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store. Text Bobby V on the UPS Jobs text line at 437-9680. Oh, that's just delightful. I have the best walk-up music. You do? What's uh, Fabulous's walk-up? That's a good question. It's a lot of Biggie Smalls, probably. (laughs) I Uh, I thought it was Biggie. You got some, like, Heartbreak Kids, Shawn Michaels, Wrestling... Um, I don't know. That's a good question. I thought it was Biggie. I, I, I mean, I, there's always Biggie. You have eclectic taste when it I comes do. to that I, I'm stuff. A, I have, like, St. Elmo's Fire. Like, there's a lot of random... Bats. Like, there's a lot of random things. I'm like Bumblebee from the Transformers when it you comes to... You know what? If, if I didn't have the Dave Brubeck um, walk-up, it would be um, Elder Barge Rhythm of the Night. Oh, is that the... Um, that was from the dun, movie... Dun, dun, dun. That's not it. That's Heartbreak Kid. That's Shawn Michaels. Yes. I've super kicked. I've super uh, kicked a lot of friends to this song. <laughs> Absolutely. And DX suck it to this as well. Did you ever get in trouble for doing that too? Oh, I, I told t-shirt. you. I, have I shown you the shoebox I found during COVID cleanup, as I like to call it, when you're just like, I'm bored, I need to clean up. I had a shoebox full of referrals, write-ups, whatever you call it. I think the Catholic uh-huh. schools call them what... Uh, Demerits, is that right? Yeah, Detentions, right, yeah. demerits, yeah. referrals. Um, oh, referrals. Man, oh, that I mean, was like... Did the DX chop, in quotation marks from a teacher, of walking down the hallway <laughs> to a classmate? Yes, I had a few of those. It would be great if the, the teacher was just like, tried to pedigree or rock bottom Chad in the hallway. <laughs> they make sure they got the right... They got the right terminology. Firearm, fireman carry <laughs> slammed. Yeah, that's what, that, that's what a lot of it... Um, was in middle school, but yes, I found a shoebox full of those. It was. Um, this is the rhythm of the night. Not it. This isn't it. I, that's, this, see, is this is what I thought you were talking about. I thought this no. is what you were talking about. Look up Eldabarge. Oh, that was the other one. This right. is the rhythm of my. This song just. Uh, for me or I for you? Affinity, this song. I have an affinity to this song. It's a little upbeat. Gets me going. A little funky. Okay. Very big during COVID. I was listening to this almost every day. I feel like mine would be. I do like this. Very makes. Well, yeah, it makes you want to be in Florida. Little, let it, since the texters are asking us to play music. This is a good song. I, I, you remember I this song? Know, I didn't know the name of yeah. this song. Rhythm of the Night. Elta Barge. See, I always thought this was like Gloria um, Estefan. Yeah, so did I. Has a vibe to that. This is, yeah, this is. Yeah. I don't know if I've ever heard this song. Oh, oh wait, no, yeah, I have. Yeah, 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 no, yeah, yeah. I think that it was a from great Jerry Curl. By the way, this guy. Is this this was from Jerry. like a the uh, Last Dragon. I think it was. I think it was from the movie The Last Dragon. I actually I told you my algorithm. I know what Nick's algorithm is on YouTube. I've gone <laughs> through. Well, it's well, people leave his stuff up here, so he gets a lot of things. But I've talked about this, like the best songs, like in movies, not made for the movie, but like. The per- like Dazed and Confused, I think, mm-hmm. has like one of the best soundtracks, soundtracks yeah. 
of like that scene. Like when they do Leonard Skinner's Tuesday's Gone, like when they're zooming out of that party when uh, what the keg runs out it's like that's perfectly timed and there's i was like i wonder if there's like a youtube top 100 of this and fear not YouTube there's a top 100 of what of just like the perfect it, it's not soundtracks but it's like the perfect song for the perfect timing oh, of a movie scene? yeah okay. I, I forgot how I, I typed it in you know the internet the matrix they know what i'm thinking so right if i mistype something or put something you know clumsily just stumble into the, mm. the bar they know what i mean. they know right away they know us I'm trying to think like. Um, I would like us to put together like movies that aren't very good that have a Rotten Tomato score below seventy, but have the most amazing soundtrack. Hmm. Ooh, that's pretty good. Let's. Uh, that's going to be our homework assignment. On top of what we it's suggested, be under seventy percent. Yes. On top of what we suggested, I think you, this is in your wheelhouse too, because I'm a sucker for musicals like Pops is, and I know Dick is too. Yep. And people, are like, oh, sports I love, talk radio and musicals. Love musicals. How dare you? We need to oh, have a this. album or a soundtrack of just like. Things that are said here, like Lieb's Locks, mm-hmm. could be a musical theme. And I think the interns should put something together on that. Like just a, a song together, like Cake Baked, Bobby V. Like that, that's the line. But we have to put a song together, which, as I'm saying this out loud, is going to be extreme, a ton of work. But I think there's... Oh, we can do it. We can do this. It, let me put it this way. We can put it in AI and something will spit out. They yeah, did that right. with My Swift. meeting with the interns is imminent. Yeah, they're, they're can, three can wide. Can play the Imperial March? They're, they're three wide in the old 93 died booth right there. I feel like another good song for me would be like The Real McCoy, Another Night. That would be a good one for me. I, I'd like to hear it. I think Nick knows. The Real McCoy? The Real Send McCoy. Send it out to the interns. A, the, the, by Real McCoy, Another Night. You know this song, Nick. It makes you think of Night of the Roxberries. Oh. But yes, so as we probably get flagged on YouTube, but we're not on YouTube right now, so we can't get flagged for the copyright stuff on that. But At least not by them. N- precisely. That's. Oh, I yeah. Mean, okay. Oh, that's good. Yeah, See? that's a good. That's that's good. good. Think I like, thought it was. I thought it was changes by Tupac for a second. Oh. It started off. It, Great pull by you. Yeah, really. Yeah, that was strong. Remember when he was wearing the Carolina jersey and that everyone was saying that was Vince Carter, and they're like, "He's alive." <laughs> When did this happen? Well, with Tupac, when they were still giving some of his music that was right. out there, but he was in a recording studio wearing a Carolina jersey, and everyone was really? speculating that it was a Vince Carter jersey, which would have taken place after right, Tupac right, right, right. died. The, 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 the linear timeline. Yes, is he in Puerto Rico? That's one of the best right, Chappelle we... show sketches ever. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote this a long time ago. See if you can play the beginning of, of Changes, and then the beginning of this again. And just see like that. Boy, is... you're gonna get hit with a pre-roll. Or oh, actually, it's your YouTube up there, yeah, right? Yeah, so yeah. you're good. You don't have he's, to. He's fine. He's good. He's good on this. All right, change. Nick this. likes to ask for uh, forgiveness rather than permission. Yes. Yeah. This isn't Maben show where there's a stream where his page is going to get shut down. Um, so that's what we have. But no, it is the V show. He's Coach Mark Lieberman as Nick is <laughs> frantically trying to find music, and we are stealing royalties minute by minute uh, here with that. But yeah, no, I, I have a very eclectic iTunes folder. It's like I'm looking at it right now. It's like Jay Z. I have Drake back to back. That's a good song. Uh, that's where he goes after Johnny Nash. I can see clearly now. Good nice. song. That's, that's a really good song. Great I'm song. telling you, it, it's random on here. Um, Love this song from, uh, I forget her last name. It's Laura something, but Gloria. It's played in the Wolf of Wall Street. You know what I'm talking about? Gloria. It's the St. Louis Blues song. Yeah. Great song. Oh, God. That's awesome. Oh, what's her name? Has it gone? Can you sing it for me? Gloria. Uh, well, oh, of yes. course. Yes. Yeah. Great song. So th- this that was is- from a, an action movie in the 80s. Right. I'm not uh, sure which freak one. Freak Nasty, The Dip. Well, who doesn't? Put my hand up on your head. Paid uh, in full, Eric and Rocky might no joke. I downloaded like when the last dance came out. That soundtrack for the last dance for the Bulls. Oh, right uh, in Phil's wheelhouse. It's I mean, come on. I put my retainer into my starter where, jacket on. Where are you at with Gangsta Paradise? A little overplayed. Loved it when it initially came out. R.I.P. Coolio. But um, yeah, great song. That's a shame. I mean, no, I love it, but I feel like it's like we talked about this song with Strebo. I know that is a shame about that. Um, But we talked about this, I think, yesterday with Strebo. It may have been within us. I cannot remember when we did it or this week's been a blur. But we talked about when Diener and Blank loved the halftime show of the Super Bowl, like with Eminem and Mm -hmm. Kendrick Lamar and uh, (laughs) Upside Down 50 Cent. I was just like, it was good. But I was like, is that should I zig when they're zagging because they like it so much? Right. 
Because I feel like they're not in that genre of that. So that's where I was like, was it good? Or was that just tugging on the the heartstring from my childhood? Ooh, yeah. You could have Lachlan McLean right there. Yes. You could have been contrarian. Uh, Lionel Richie I have on here. Meek Uh, Mill. Um, I love, my favorite song is Landslide. By who? It's by um, Fleetwood Mac, but then the Dixie Chicks did it. Hmm. You guys, the night stri- well, the artists aren't they just the chicks now? Oh yeah, I can see that. I can see the real McCoy with that. Right? Yeah, I yeah, I know. I, I see what you're going with that. Yeah. Yeah. Saying almost fine. At see? the beginning, just, see, I thought it was. It's like the, theirs goes ding da ding da ding ding ta. Theirs goes ding da ding da ding ding ting. I could listen to fabulous doing this for the for the next uh, forty five uh, Hearts minutes. on fire from Rocky. Oh, Ford. nice. There we go. Yeah, I mean, like, come that's, on now. Like yeah. this is this is my wheelhouse. Whitney Houston. Uh, Do you have all the Rocky music like Bill Conti's going the distance yes, and all the other yes, stuff on yeah. uh, Amazon Music? Not on my iTunes. I have J Cole on here. I mean, like I'm a, I'm, I'm Bumblebee from Transformers. I'm all over the place. I hear a just song, communicate I with great music. Yes, I don't know how to like type it out, but through music is how I feel. <laughs> Very nice. I'm trying to think what my entrance music would be. Taylor Swift album on there. I know that's a blind spot, but she has some bangers. CNC Music Factory. I mean, I got it on that stupid thing you two uploaded to my iPhone that I never asked for. They do that to your iPhone. I know you have like an iPhone three, so I'm sure. That's is it part- even that high? I, I, that's I, being generous right <laughs> yes. there. But James just comes in and goes, "My entrance song would be." <laughs> the whisper song by the Yin Yang. <laughs> play it. I can't. Oh. There's no way in hell I can oh, play that song. Leaps like the Guardians of the Galaxy album. Yeah, that that's this. I have an oh Guardians Gal is fantastic. Yeah. So I mean, th- this but is- they're they're rotten tomato scores above seventy. We're gonna we're gonna figure that out. We're gonna come up with at least ten um, movies below seventy percent in rotten tomato score, but they have a bumping soundtrack. But they have a absolutely bumping soundtrack. That is something I've noticed. If you watch a show on like Apple TV, I don't know if it's because of like the Apple Music Library or whatever, but every single show has just a killer soundtrack on like Ted Lasso. How much know. do you think they pay for that? Like, what's the going rate for something like that? I know it's got to be. I mean, there's it's a part of it, right? Yeah, but I saw. I, I I'm sorry to interrupt you, no, Phil, but I, I was watching an interview with and Nick. I hope you can help me out. Evan, who plays um, cousin Richie. Oh, oh, I saw him at the the, yeah. the Globes uh, where he kissed. Uh, oh my! Goodness. Yeah. Well, anyway, yeah. there was a podcast with him on it, and the producer of the Bear, Nick, and I'll, I think I sent it to you, but I'll, I'll resend it. You been Moss? Um, yes, and um, they talked about when they wanted to play Taylor Swift. Ugh. They said they made the call, and she was great, and it was as simple as is that. They, they didn't get into the finance financial part, but it just seemed like it was like she was on board with all that kind huh. of stuff. So that's as yeah, easy. That's awesome. that's awesome. That she was like, it wasn't, they said it wasn't. She has a management it, team that probably right. represents her. They didn't have to bring it up, and they brought it up and said, look, this was as easy as can be to get her to have her music on the episode of Forks. And then, Interesting. Yep. Um, and then, just a little Best sidebar on the ever. bear, Olivia Coleman, the fantastic actress who made an, uh, an appearance on the episode Forks, they called her and she was a big fan of the show. She just came oh, out. Oh, the chef. Was that season zero of that show? Well played, my friend. Well played. Louis <laughs> Rebellion. And then just look, drop the mic. He just dropped something and he just walked out. Just That's left. good. Perfect. That was I perfect. got a texter, by the way, as Louis made that great joke um, <laughs> that said something to the personal bat phone. And I think I've seen this circulating on Twitter. Um, and I don't want to put you in an odd spot. So I think you talked about this a little bit yesterday. Have you ever seen a coach not? I mean, I know he's going after Carter Knox, Kenny Payne, like not have anyone come up for like next year in terms of recruits. This, this, everything that's happening is, I'll use the word unique rather than any other kind of um, other euphemism or whatnot. But yeah, everything that's happening this season, like it, it, you have to take the approach that you are here. So you, and the lifeblood of any staff is recruiting. It's, you're obsessed with it. Like every day when we would meet as a staff and every program I've been a part of, there will be at least 15 to 20 minutes a day, at least, with just the head coach about recruiting updates. And then the assistant coaches will talk about, all right, who would you talk to? Where are you going? We're mapping out our recruiting schedule based on scouting, who scout is up, if you can you know, go and miss a practice and so on. All that is paramount to every program. 
you're obsessed with recruiting. I just uh, a friend of mine just got a, a transfer from Baylor, um, and they've been working him. He just entered the portal three days ago, and they were just just vigilant like every single day, just getting it done. Like so. me and Nick Valvano and. Uh AIM in middle school. We were relentless in those chats. ASL? To your point, the fact that there's not a lot of buzz, that just, it's it's dumbfounding because that is, that's what you're doing. And whether you think you're going to be here or not, like you have to take the approach, right? You hear coaches in 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 all the nonsense of blocking out the noise, which you don't block out because you're you're privy to it. But all that stuff that goes on, like you're you're just, you're, you're still thinking, okay, what are we doing to get this team better, and how? What kind of players are we bringing in for next year? I understand the transfer portal, but you still have to look at a few players, and you still have to because some guys will be hitting the portal, you know, now. Yeah, like soon. Yeah, yeah very mm-hmm. soon. I was gonna say, is it just putting all your eggs in the basket of the portal? Can't or? do that. No, you got to look. You do at, need some from the portal because, like, like you, you said, find you that need mix. A couple but, of those grad, so grad who are the, players that have played a hundred games. Right. You have like you have Caleb, you have Tyler, you have Curtis Williams. Um, you have freshmen who are impact. You've got to get a few of those guys. And you find that blend. And you find out what works for you as a staff. Okay, we're, we, have, we have some depth and some experience at the three. So let's, if we bring in somebody, let's bring in a freshman who's going to understand. He's going to learn and he's going to understand that. And it's the whole, the complexity of understanding the recruiting. Like it's, it's, it's constantly morphing, but you have to keep a pulse on it. And you almost every staff has a recruiting almost coordinator who's really in line with everything. One of my players, um, Ray Shipman, when I coached at Monsignor Pace, he played at the University of Florida, and one of the assistant coaches was Shaka Smart. And he said he didn't even show, know Shaka Smart spoke. He goes, I, I never heard him speak. But he was always in his office, and he had a list of every single ninth grader, 10th grader, 11th grader. He knew every AAU team. He knew every single player in the country and you have to have that kind of, like, and you figure this staff would have that connection. Well, and, and I know, like, we, we, we poke fun at it. And, again, I'm a recovering recruiting person being in the droves of that. But, like, you see Nolan Smith, you see tweets, those that follow it. Like, he's at some of these events. Granted, it's not the entire coaching staff and everything. But, like, Nolan Smith, by all accounts, is still out recruiting or at least making appearances at some of these big time events here locally at least um you know so I want to be careful and say they're not recruited but it is alarming that there's no one in the pipeline outside it seems like seemingly Carter Knox and who's it who was the other one that uh TJ Robinson maybe that is in there and I don't even know if he signed so again that's kind of the understanding who's who's the one that got away from coach Lieberman that's what I want to know you, you talk yeah, about being question. relentless and going after some that you thought you had laser focus you thought you had of you had a great relationship with uh them and their family and then it just didn't come to fruition if you're uh, comfortable discussing of course um Khalil Thomas where did he end up well he went yeah, to Ryder but this was when I was at FIU. Okay. But is there one like... <laughs> I know that didn't really uh, no, it didn't make your toes tingle. I, no, I, but no. If that's but I, I spent a lot of time. As far as when I was here, like when we went to when we went to FIU, we basically, we took over for Isaiah Thomas. We got a completely new team. And that year we won 17 games. And this is before the portal. This is before everything else. So we went from a team that was basically um, had just almost our... Our academic standards, because some guys had stopped going to classes and we were going to lose scholarships, and you know all those things were factors. Um, but then we just we were just relentless, just finding guys. Um, the one that got away, a la Katy Perry, um, is that right? Uh, Didn't she sure. sing the one that got away? Maybe. Sure, I just know firework. Look up the one that got away. I'm I want on it. I'm I, on. Want, I can be sad I want boy. Se- no, I want like seven seconds of it playing before I... So it gives me time to think of the one that did get away. Yeah, Katy Perry. Good cool uh, pull by you. Oh, it's a good song. I feel like I know... <laughs> How was it? Was this a pre-roll? What, what is this? The music Damn video? it, it's the music video. Sorry. Kind of has the same feel. If we're going with similar like tones starting out. It, what's that? The Rolling Stones, uh, She's a Rainbow? Yeah. Oh, never mind. Not this. Well, no, but this. You know, she it's lives in Kentucky. As... No way. Yeah. She's still married? Yeah. Orlando Bloom, right? Yeah. She's still been... married? 
Excuse me, guys, a minute. Um, Simpsonville uh, Outlet Malls and Louisville Zoo regular. So, here's a story for you. Um, should I just talk over Katy sure. Perry? Sure. So my first, my first Come year studio, here, I had sent a list of, of, of players for Coach Patino to look at from Florida because I was familiar with it. And a team that I was formerly involved with, the Florida Rams, had a big kid. Um, I sent um, Coach to watch another kid on that team who ended up signing with USC. But I said, go watch this big kid, and um, you're going to like him. Coach wasn't big on foreign players at the time, so you know he wasn't. It changed, but Coach Patino didn't really wasn't big on it. But called me right after the game and said, "Wow, I really like this guy. He he's got a chance." Did a Christopher Walken right there for a second. Wow, is that your Rick Patino? <laughs> Let me try that again. <laughs> yeah, can you do that noise one more time? Yeah, forget about it. Wow, boys. I don't know if that's a good <laughs> Christopher Walken. We sail without him. Let's go hunt some quail. Okay, sorry, I didn't mean to. No, uh, that's okay. Right there. Listen, we can always get off off tangent here. Um, anyway, so um, who was this guy? Yeah, I'm. I'm the oh, okay. Is, I'm sorry. Is I interjected. So he's like, "Do you have contacts? Can you can you reach out to him?" And um, is actually his number still on my phone? If I'm going to name drop, so it's still Do here. It. It's still it's still like we the number he uses. So um, I got Coach Patino in touch with him. We worked him pretty hard, but we didn't get it done. He ended up going to Kansas. Ooh, Joel Embiid. Wow. Oh, wow! Shout out to you and I yeah. for talent. Probably yeah, we were front yeah. runner for. MVP. I, I liked him, and then coach liked him, and we. But you know, he was raw. But I mean, look, he. Was I mean, God, him. that's a, the perfect thing for Patino. It's just yeah. like a guy that's not we from were, this country, poor, hungry, and driven. Yeah, yeah. We oh were, man, shout we out were to working, future MVP. Look we at were you, working hard to get that one done, and it didn't didn't happen. Probably not going to oh, be an MVP this year because I think the new NBA rules has probably been say. injured or set out too many games. But you nonetheless, have to play what sixty two games or something. Like yeah, that? the new collective bargaining agreement uh, put that rule in. But him and uh, Jokic, they had a nice little back and forth the other mm-hmm. night. So the MVP, the return of the big man. But shout out to you. Look at you. Yeah, really, that's strong work, Leaves. Nice. I like that. Um, a little fellow by the name of Joel Embiid. Not bad. Did I do a nice job of building that it up? Out? But I yeah, you, you built that up really well. And I interjected with the Christopher Walken impersonation, so I'm sorry for derailing. Uh, and the and then there. the second time, it was awful. I can. Do you do any impressions? Uh, I could ah. do Scotty from Star Trek. Please. I don't know if I, I feel like know. there's a bit that we could do with like limited. I'm giving it all I got, Captain. It's pretty that's good. That's pretty, pretty, pretty good. good. I feel like we should have See, the your interns come in there. Up. I don't know if you guys. No, no, that was pretty well, good. when you said Scott, I'm more of a Star Wars guy. So when you said that, I was like, which one's that? Like when you said, but then you did the Scottish accent. Yeah. So I was just like, okay, that I know which one you're talking about. I know if you're doing the reading <laughs> rainbow guy with uh, the the blinders up there. But that's again the Star Star Trek, like the Chris Pine movies. But I'm not a Trekkie. Can you so. do it one more time? No. Oh. I'll do Al Pacino if you do that. Do Al Pacino. I'm not good at Al Pacino. Yeah. Hoo-ah! You know, some one of those lines. You know. I got nothing. I could just do a really good Wookiee. Let me hear that. <laughs> that was pretty good. Thank you. That was pretty good. I can't do the Wookiee noise. That was great. <laughs> <laughs> just, what was that? <laughs> By the way, if you play... I'm oh, sorry. You're going to the no, text well, we line. had a text that said that... I, and this is exactly right, because I don't base everything on Rotten Tomatoes scores. So there's some scores that... You know, it, it kind of be it could be skewed. The texter said that we shouldn't just base it on seventy percent because sometimes those movies are better. Maybe we should just, I mean, that baseline maybe go to like sixty five or something like that. We'll figure it out. Yeah, no, we can we can tinker around. But there's some bad movies that just have great soundtracks. By the way, I know you got to get out of here in like five minutes, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I want to applaud you all for having your your pickleball guest on. Uh, I, I was because Hogan. because there is an ongoing feud in the basketball pickup community against the the pickleball community, and for those that have facilities like math and just have like a, a set laser focused on the pickleball, I applaud you because that is my buddy Kyle Mann from the Ringer. I got Drew Brown. We got some pickup games. It's an ongoing scheduling conflict all the time that you got some pickleball intense games going. You got some pickup games going. Uh, so it, that facility sounds wonderful because you don't got to worry about that. When I was coaching in Miami um, and there was Don Shula's um, facility, it was a workout facility. It was fantastic. Basketball courts and everything. Um, when I lived down down there, but there would always be a gap um, of badminton. Oh boy, that would use the basketball courts. And this is when I was still like play pickup. 
not like you're doing all the time. Yeah, now. It's, it's, it's dwindling. My days, my days are over. It's dwindling, but unfortunately. I would play, and it would just be like, golly, you go in there in badminton, still going. That was always... It irked me. So, funny story. Is there a rivalry between the basketball and badminton guys? Well, they just, the, the courts there, that was the only other court that they had. So, they would set up, instead of pick up basketball, all of a sudden you'd see a sign. It was a very, it was like random. It wouldn't be like, all right, always on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Right. You just see a, all right, badminton from five to seven. And it's like, nah, I want to go is. play. Yeah. So, both of you all will appreciate this when we're talking about rivalries. My buddy, who was a teacher at the time, actually now works, lives in Oregon and works at Nike. Uh, wow. Yeah. So, he, the, the climb up right That's there. That's a big uh, uh, swing. Yeah, yeah. So, we go to the career change. But there was an ongoing feud with this Jazzer size class that would we would have the mm-hmm. courts until about, it was either 5.30 or 6 o'clock, but they would begin setting up five minutes prior because oh. they would so if you're at if you go to 24 and you're at you know 15 they say well our class starts at 5 30 we're not starting up at 5 30 or 5 55 6 o'clock to add to that and and the guy perfect debater temperament and everything like just lost his mind it was like throwing their uh like step up things yeah, off right. and weights off the court he says it's 5 30 We'll play. We're playing until five thirty. I was like, "Wow, I'm taking it back." <laughs> That's that takes me back, and all <laughs> high school coaches back. can attest to this, because when you have one team practice and you're sharing a gym, oh, and all of a sudden, you know, you're supposed to you're you're getting on the court at five, and it's like four fifty eight, and they're still oh, they going. get every little and trip then, out of it. My biggest pet peeve is when they have the po- like a post practice talk on the court, slide off. Slide off, move over, understand, have Kuth, and understand that, you know, the both teams, that, that was always, eh, right. always irked me. But so I applaud the pickleball, uh, Matt Hogan, that for coming on for it sounds like a great facility. And I know my buddies are trying to get me to go out there. Uh, I, I want to go Phil, out you there. haven't gone yet either. I need you to. and I need, I need to. Yeah, we, I we, like we've seen each other's skill level at the sports well, our, commission. Our guys at Pickleville, okay. 502, they sell the, the, the equipment I heard the of, rackets. Okay. So they don't have a facility. They just have the equipment, which is fantastic. Okay. Now, Pickleball oh. Euphoria is where I go yeah. play. That's where. I'm bringing okay. you two over there okay. with our Pickleville 502 rackets. Well, I heard oh, about yeah. the rackets that were sold at the Omni, and I was taken aback. So I was yeah. just I applaud them for that because it's taken off. This thing is all the rage. Okay, I need to play with you guys. I was just Save that for the Let's grab hands and, and jump into this. Coach has got to get out of here. Do you want to play the Lawrence sound for him real quick? Yes. You want to play one of the Lawrence clips for him before he gets out of here? We can play it off the air too. Maybe on the other side. I, I know it's in the Dropbox. <laughs> I, I have it on my phone. I didn't mean to just throw that dead fish. At I'll you. tell you what though, Nick has been on point. Every time we've asked him, it's like it's within nine seconds. It's in it's the like, Dropbox under today's. Big it's like when tape. he has to cut the blue or red wire. He's gotten it done every single time. So for Usually those, just cut both. ESPN Louisville nice. Plus. Um, we had we, Lawrence joined our stream on that, um, and you wonder how people get viruses on their phone. It's because <laughs> a Lawrence, without any question, I just sent him a link, and he just joined it. And I said, "Oh, that's how those viruses happen in people's computers." Happen because <laughs> Lawrence didn't need any context. He said, "I'm joining. I don't care what this is." But he was the star on the ESPN Louisville Plus stream, uh, and here was one of his gems. So you booed Luke? Here, we need to hear him now. This is your, <laughs> this is your confessional. Do you really want to know? You got <laughs> right. I want to know. Please, let's know right now. I used to say, slow ass white boy can't play no damn defense. That is in regards to Luke Hancock. So we need to play that for Luke. Oh boy! Uh, and I know that will no, let that, that is yeah. Uh, look, don't poke that bear. I know. You know I, I, I one love thing Luke. with Luke, yeah, he is. He, he's still he's he still got that chip. It, but no, he's got that chip for yeah. Okay, that is there last one is, for Brandon Huntley Hatfield? And I know Coach has to go. This is the, the Mona Lisa <laughs> of it all. But uh, this is Lawrence starring on our ESPN Louisville Plus. Subscribe, like it on YouTube. Get the ball, Brandon. You simple bitch. Jesus. Oh my goodness. That's analysis you can't get anywhere else no, in the common world. That is, yeah, that oh is straight into the point. Coach, you got to get out of here. I'm I do. Um, no, not at all. But we will have for our YouTube channel, we will have clips up Monday. Okay. I will put up some clips from the North Carolina and the Wake Forest game. Nice. Okay. So we'll have those ready to go Monday. Fantastic. Do you have any locks before we get out of here? Yeah, As I keep keeping you. Leaves locks real quick. No, let me you ask you guys. What do you think this? But I, I got a minute. Let's talk football real quick. Hmm. What do we like? These Packers we both are sneaky. Make the same. These Packers are I, sneaky. I, was say, I got I got through ten dollars at a free bet uh, on BetMGM. You just, 
He's been the best quarterback in the league over the last 10 weeks. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And look, I mean, the best quarterback in the NFC. I mean, that's crazy to believe. They're the youngest team, but he's the best quarterback left in the NFC. What they did last week, what they schemed and, like, the, the how open those guys were and just, like, that's what I talk about when, it, like, even from a basketball standpoint, you go into scouting and you look at ways, a lot of people think you just look at, okay, these are the plays they run, this is how we're going to stop them. What, what really innovative coaches do, and, and Richard Pitino was big on that, and, and I've, I've carried that torch too. You look at ways to attack the other team. Right. All right, do they switch? Who's their weakest defender? How are they guarding this action? Or the, is their back turned on, on pin downs? So that's a part of it. So, like, you know, LaFleur looked at, they, they were probably just giddy as can be that these are ways that they can get open passes and open um, plays against Dallas. And Aaron Jones looked like the best. I was just saying, they, the they couldn't stop it. No. He had, what, three touchdowns? Yeah, but he was just running. So rampant. is Baltimore, I, I don't know the Mark Weinberg of Baltimore, is. Uh, are they getting what we've gotten like this? Or I don't it, know. That's, that's a, a good, good question. question. So I'm seeing 28 degrees. Uh, Baltimore is favored by nine and a half. Sometimes like I, I like the extra. I li- yeah, that's what I was thinking, especially having the extra week off. I'm kind of like, I don't know if that obviously it rests up, but I feel like the momentum sometimes that the Texans can carry. I, I'm in love with C.J. Stroud and what he's been able to. do. Oh my like goodness! He, you can make the argument he what he did to the Browns defense, right? right? Yeah. So, so I, I'm still going to take the Ravens and Lamar, but uh, man, I, I think the Texans sneaky, sneaky good. Good. Uh, There's always going to be. It's never going to go completely the form, and if it does, you would think that like Green Bay and and Houston getting nine nine ish nine or ten. Like, you yeah, can always get a half. back door on that stuff, too. You know, that's why those points are like... Because if it's a situation where all of a sudden it's tied and they're going for a game-winning drive, you know you're done. Unless, unless you've taken, like, tease them or money line. I think right. uh, at the risk of Mabin uh, disowning us, we have to be Team Lions over the Bucks just for... Yeah. Okay, so yeah. we're in agreement. No, I, I, I think they're going to the Super Bowl. I, I, I hope so. I, it, it, Mark Ennis's classmates, the GM... Did I you didn't know that? know that. Yeah, he went to the same high school as Mark Ennis. I did he, not he, know that. He mentioned it to me. That's I know that's and I think he mentioned it yesterday on the show. It was amazing. Um yeah, and I know you gotta go. Chiefs Bills. That should be football sex. Um I like It's gonna be chilly. <laughs> I'd like an explanation of that when I leave. But um I like the Chiefs. I think the best part of the Kansas City Chiefs I, I let me let me re, let me uh Andy Reid's frozen mustache. Let me um, change that a little bit. The second best thing about the Kansas City Chiefs, besides Mr. Mahomes, is their defense. Their defense is really, really good. Two and a half point favorite Buffalo. I'm taking, uh, I love Kansas City there. Okay. Well, there you had it. He's the coach, Mark Lieberman, Nick Valvano, Phil Baker filling in some for a fast locks. break Friday. Thank some you, buddy. Locks. Appreciate it. Have a good day. Well, we'll connect. We have some things in the works that we're going to try to do here, work it out. So we'll have to get that was there. That's fantastic. Thanks, Leaps. All right. We'll take a bottom of the hour break. It's Fast Break Friday presented by Elliot One, Kentucky's original ginger soft drink since 1926. More of the fabulous one on the other side. You're listening to The V Show, ESPN 680 Tired of jumping from job to job? How about a career in a recession-proof industry where you can make a difference and help create a healthier living and working environment? The pest management industry gives you the opportunity to work with more independence. OPC Pest Services will give you a chance to grow with advancement. Come be a part of our team at OPC Pest Services. Apply online at opcpest.com careers. That's opcpest.com careers. be a part of the show text bobby v on the ups jobs text line at 437-9680 hey phil hi if your bath or shower is old outdated has mold and mildew or broken tiles you gotta call my friends at the bath authority the bath authority provides the highest quality bathroom remodeling products along with a world-class customer experience their modern durable tubs and showers are designed with an exclusive high-tech Polymer liner, what that means to you. It'll be low maintenance, resistant to mold and mildew, easy to clean, and it'll last for decades. Plus, it comes with a lifetime warranty if decades isn't long enough for you. Walk-in tubs, replacement showers, tub-to-shower conversions, and more. Every unit is custom-built. You pick the premium accents and accessories, including 
Safety features like low-profile showers, grab bars, and shower seats. All Bath Authority products are 100% made in the U.S. and can be installed in as little as one day by certified factory technicians. Call today. Get $1,000 off a new shower or bath plus 36 months of interest-free financing. You're their priority at the Bath Authority. Elevate your bathroom to a new level of luxury style and safety. Schedule your free in-home estimate today and get $1,000 off a new shower or bath plus 36 months of interest-free financing. TheBathAuthority.com. A better bath awaits. Well done by you. Hopefully you get a talent fee for that. Uh, I want to talk about the great new location for Bear Nose. Not by the bridge. Hey. On market. I picked up some of the Zod down there. Seeing our Lovely. buddy George Timmering. The new spot's great. It's right next to the Kentucky International Convention Center. George and the team. Great batch. It's, oh, it, it was a good batch. And I had to kind of do the, the, the intern... Um, Jack Grossman talk where it's like, hey, can we save some for the afternoon, guys? It's broken my heart the last couple times where Spencer Brown over on 93.9 The Ville or Strebel come in and they just look at And it's not like the guys even threw it away. There's just nothing in the pizza boxes. Yeah, just and I just boxes. said, hey. Just so you can open it full of hope and whimsy. and just. So I said, can wah, we just wah. keep a couple... Just a few slices for the guys. Just a little. Just a couple. And it, they were great. They were great listeners. They're adaptable. They're coachable in that. But George and company, uh, the new spot looks great down there. It's just a stone's throw from the KFC Yum Center. Just about a couple blocks from the old location. Your spot before and after concerts at the KFC Yum Center. They have their liquor license now. So they got that approved. So if you want to go there, get some uh, beer and spirits after or before the games at the KFC Yum Center. Your spot downtown. Barino's on Market is now open at 301 West Market. Just a block from the KFC Yum Center, and I don't know. Uh, actually, Nick, I, I I think Jeanette would like this. Um, I know my little loves this, but as you all are planning your Disney adventure coming oh, I up, I think I know what you're going with the Frozen yeah. musicals coming up, and you can stop by your neighborhood Bear Nose and register to win uh, to see Frozen on Wednesday, January 31st. That's at all area. Bear Nose. Yeah, it's that good Bear Nose pizza. Now, uh, I, I've been told it's my three-year-old is at that age where it's like she can't sit still and you need to keep her at a minimum security prison. So I don't know if this is part. I've heard it's like good for like five or six-year-olds. So maybe in the coming years, we'll go see Frozen uh, on Five Broadway. or six-year-olds. All right. So that'll so, be right in my wheelhouse. So I can bring, you know, I'll be entertained. Jeanette's yes. a Frozen fan. Yes. So yeah, that's... So, yeah, so that's uh, something for uh, those out there, who want to, especially with football season wrapping up. This is kind of your, like, okay, honey, I'm after the Super Bowl and that little bitty gap you have between March Madness. It's like, let me do the honey-do list. Let me do some of these uh, things that we've been lacking as a family because a lot of these guys, it, it's funny, different stages of life. Here, our, our guy, Zachy C., who's going to join us here in a bit, we just talk about he's just going to plop on his couch and watch football all day. That's why I love uh, the Westwood One coverage we carry right. uh, because it's like, some of us cannot be just plopped in front of our TV one day. You got to be do, out and about. Yeah, you got to do some family stuff. You got to do some parties, but you could have the little AirPod in the ear and listen to that. Or if you're driving around our Westwood One coverage, and we got you covered all weekend long for the NFL playoffs here on ESPN Louisville. So look at us we're doing a little fill in space as we speak with that. Shall I mention the schedule? Yes. Well, what we have this weekend, um, first and foremost, shameless self promotion. Tonight, Louisville Ice Hockey versus Kentucky, 7.30. Pre-game coverage will begin over on 93.9 The Ville with puck drop scheduled for 8 p.m. Uh, the football you speak of. Um, Sunday, Lions and Bucks, 2.30 can uh, be heard right here on ESPN 680-1057. We'll also have Louisville women's basketball at North Carolina, 1.30 over on 93.9 The Bill. And then it'll be Bills and Chiefs, 6.15 here on ESPN 680-1057, as well as 93.9 The Bill. So we got that one on And the Westwood 1 coverage is just, if you're... Especially leading up to the Super Bowl and the AFC and NFC Championship. And if you are a football Freddy... Their content is, is second to none. Like it's oh, so it's so terrific. good. It's terrific. You get Kevin Harlan on there oh, sometimes. It, it's the good stuff. The good. Sorry to be to interrupt there. No, no, no. I'm doing it backwards. I'm starting from Sunday and I'm going to Saturday. Saturday, what we have first and foremost: Louisville basketball at Wake Forest, 10:30 a.m. Coverage will begin on 93.9 The Bell. Baylor in Texas in hardwood action, 11:30 over here on ESPN 680 105.7. Then it'll be Ravens and Texans. 4 p.m. over on 93.9 The Bill. I'm not sure. I think that's going to be the Ravens. Yes, and and the guy who emails me nonstop, it is not, their play-by-play guy is not that Jerry Sandusky. Yeah, it's a different Jerry. Jerry, That that poor bastard. That guy, man, boy, everybody talks about changing names. 
He's probably got a brand in Baltimore, but nationally, not. but great job nonetheless. Yes, that liquor bar coverage is coming up on 93.9 The Ville. I believe I'm in agreement with you. I think it's the uh, Ravens Network. Yes, coverage. the Ravens broadcast will be at 4 p.m. Bellarmine Basketball at EKU, 645 right here on ESPN 680-1057. And then 49ers and Packers, 8 p.m. over on 93.9 The Ville. And we'll uh, join it in progress about 9.15 or so right here on ESPN 680-1057. So we have you absolutely covered. Yeah, and we'll tweet out the schedule. I got confirmation from Ince and Gandolfo. They're going to do, because of the Bellerman game, an ESPN Louisville Plus post-game show. So that'll be on Twitter slash X Spaces. So we'll tweet out the link for that. Went successful last time. So I know uh, a lot of Kentucky fans, Luther had to spew his hate in there and always had some fun with that. But, oh uh, yeah, so you'll get about an hour-ish or so post-game show around 8 o'clock, Kentucky Fish and Wildlife post-game show with and Scandolfo and maybe Zachy C if he's not doing debauchery uh, yet for that. So I know we threw a lot at you, but uh, and, and Jeff Lighty also doing a 9 a.m. show on 93. And can't forget the UofL basketball. I mentioned coverage starts at t- uh, 1030. Um, our Alex uh, R. White network coverage will begin at 1030 tip off at noon. And after the broadcast, you can tune into the Coors Light postgame show with one Taylor Lynch. What are you expecting from this uh, UofL Wake Forest game? You know, it's funny because I, I heard Ennis's, I, I was on with Streeple yesterday, but I went back and listened to the podcast of Ennis and his impassioned just kind of reaction to the the Kenny Payne comments post-game with UNC. And I, and I think, look, when Kenny Payne has said repeatedly it's not about wins and losses, it, it opens Pandora's box of everyone to pick apart what he says. And I think that's where you kind of are with the Kenny Payne experiment thus far. And that's what's been interesting. You know, Steve Forbes is an interesting is an interesting name because I bring this up all the time. Ennis got crushed a lot of times. It was kind of the hipster pick when he was just having some open dialogue was, about. He did get crushed for that. For, and it was, and that's a very good analogy. The hipster, yeah, because it was off the radar. Because I, I think that's important when you were discussing what transpired the last school around the coaching ser- two coaches searches right. with Chris Mack being prearranged. But I mean, quite frankly, like with the Drew. gambling odds, we had some dialogue, but it felt like according to Vegas odds, and I guess that's how it works. Like you were just. Pin, you were laser focused on Chris Mack, and by all accounts, it felt like Kenny Payne on the last go around. They felt like, granted, Kenny Payne said he needed some assurances, or not assurances. Uh, he needed to be convinced. I thought maybe with some of the dialogue that he said at the the post game presser, maybe it was some assurances that the administration maybe had given him. But I, I want to point out, and I, I promise we'll get to the preview of the Wake Forest game because I think you you've seen glimpses of Louisville basketball. In spurts, being successful, uh, you know, cutting it somewhat close. What was the closest they got in the UNC game? They, five. They got, yeah, they five. Got it to five. And yeah. it, it, we were watching the stream, and I'm just and Ty Spaulding, our buddy, was just like, they're going to mess around and win it, and then they still lost by 16. But you see glimpses of that. That's what's fascinating to me. That's the number four team in the country that they did that against from start to finish. And look, Kenny Payne. Uh, is going to have to do some things like that and convey that to his team in order to, quite frankly, have a chance. And I think it is a massive, massive, massive chance, especially when you see a lot of the donors out there, like Aaron Flaker, uh, who's donated a lot of money to UofL Athletics, uh, being very vocal on Twitter about this. Now you're seeing some other donors about that. So barring a miracle, it's it seems like the finances are beginning to play a role. Right, and I, right. I want to give a shout-out to like Rutherford kind of broke something down and put it on Twitter, I think, too. He said something along the lines of, it's like, because I've kind of been of this belief, and we've talked about, you know, what does the those that supported this, and, and I don't claim to know, but, you know, obviously Kenny has a relationship with like Junior Bridgman of the world. Like, I, I don't want to just keep putting his name out there, but he can't be liking what he sees there. And I think Mike said something along the lines of you you can't necessarily because what you get now them donating their money is four wins last year, six wins now. And, you know, at some point, like you're going to lose the other portions of the money that says it's not accessible. And that's the conundrum that Josh Hurd is in. Right. So it's been fascinating. And that made me view it through a different prism because I was always kind of of the belief. It's like, you know, you can't you just don't have this endless piggy bank that everyone alludes to everyone's talking about like that they just i mean we saw it the first go-round and that was let me grant you your argument two years before nobody was at the the yum center and i mean and and attendance has been down and merchandise has been down and everything like it's not it's not to say that louisville's broke by any stretch of the imagination but we talked about this there's maybe four schools in the country texas ohio state maybe michigan that just have 
buckets of money and can just cut a check for anything. And Louisville doesn't mean any. It doesn't mean anything bad. It just it isn't one of those. I mean, they broke down. State of Louisville did a good job breaking down exactly who they're still paying, and they're still paying millions of dollars to people. Now, with that being said, I don't think you should be handcuffed to something no. that is not working. No, but 100%. It's, but, no. It's a, but, but to your point, it, it's a conversation that needs to be had. Like, in order, it's like, it's cut or dry, you have to do this. And Mick, I, Mick is the pick, that guy. I'm pretty sure, from what I've been able to ascertain, he his price tag was $10 million. He was interested in coming here the first go-around. Louisville was not willing to pay $10 million. Ergo, he did not come here. And, like, and, yeah, and that's what I think it's it an interesting... breaks down to that. And I think it's an interesting exercise just to do in the final two months of the season or however many you have as you kind of swim in these waters and you're going because I I was proud of rummage on with Blanket Baker the other day because Blanket Baker's my guy I, you, you know how I feel about the we show love Blank, yeah. but he he's speaking in absolutes as if like there's no way in hell that Kenny Payne is coming back next year and I, I think when Only you assist deals in absolutes right and when you Here's some of the when I heard the Kenny Payne press conference, although I was kind of of the Ennis ilk of just kind of saying, well, you that it's a loser mentality. It comes across as, but is and I know Kenny said that was his opinion. But when you go back to as I put my tinfoil hat on and you go back to he needed to be convinced to come here, where these some of the assurances that could have been discussed, right? That he is thinking that last year didn't count. Right. And, and and I know Kenny Payne said that was his own opinion the last go around, but that that's the thing I keep playing in my mind. And you That's see, a really good point. I never see, thought of that. We it, don't know exactly what the deals were about or, or what was stated behind closed well, doors. Well, because people used it against them. It's like, well, Kenny Payne had to be convinced because I, I go back to this too, and, and I don't think, and I've, I've seen Locke put this out there, and, and I've seen our buddy Sofro put this out there, and I've seen Ennis, and, and, and Double D, and Blank all talk about this, but it, it, it goes back to this. You can't constantly, it, it's a victim mentality to constantly keep referring to the past and, oh, and just kind of, and, and I'm absolutely like, you cannot keep doing that eric crawford did a wonderful piece breaking down it's like again i think as ufl.edu should have this post or louisville.edu should have this job posted a well actually guy uh, uh you know maybe since boxcar pr isn't involved with ufl athletics anymore there could be an opportunity <laughs> where somebody being a well actually guy could just press a red button or something and just be like well actually kenny what kenny means is this right. and just puts his hand over the mic and help kind of with some of the pr stuff sorry i put that down because there was a terrible glare on your face no, and no, you looked like that. an espn hit in the eyes you looked like an you. espn bet uh you know logo right over your face and now uh gene simmons is on there so that's what i had over over your face before uh, you, I, I put that down. But it goes back to it's like you can't be handcuffed to Kitty Payne based off the finances that you may or may not be dabbling because you're seeing donors that are coming out now saying they're not pleased with this, right? And they're not the Fortune 500 companies of the world, but they still contribute a, a good amount of money, and that's the juggling act that Josh Hurd is going to have to see. But when Kenny Payne goes up there and says, you know, last year didn't count, it's like, oh my god, you just like Eric Crawford's piece of like what he could have said he's right. like but the past is the past different circumstances and i'm sure people there would have been a contingency that would have picked it apart but it just sounds so much better when you read it in your mind of what right. Eric crawford put out i didn't completely disagree with what kenny payne said but the time and the place and the way you say something i think matters and, and i'm in agreement like you said yeah. it comes off victim you know victim mentality and we i mean we had it before that last year I mean, Andy brought it up when he was still on our airwaves, brought up the fact that you can't keep bringing up last season. And I mean, he did that a handful of times talking about the Mac season and the Mac, you know, the the ending of, I mean, there there was, it's been a perpetual living in the past with Kenny Payne here. Because, and, and yes, and I'm in 100% agreement of you because it's something that if you keep bringing it up and keep alluding to it, last year didn't count to one year and alluding to, because Jeff Goodman and Robbie Hummel on the field of 68 things, optically, when you're not in the fishbowl, that is Jefferson County or the greater Louisville area, or even, yeah, I would say Metro Louisville, the, those that follow the program closely. Robbie Hummel, Jeff Goodman, follow the sport pretty closely. You would agree, right? Right. They said it's a mess there. That, that, that's how they view it, who aren't boots on the ground, day-to-day stuff. And these are the same people, Jeff Goodman that was, that said this would be a home run hire right. for Kenny Payne. So, again, 
I think we just need to caution when you, you kind of get the national perspective on some things. Go right and look. It, it's the take business. People are trying to constantly, right. you know, say, see, I told you so on some of these things. But with that, it, it's when, when Kenny Payne brings this up over and over again, you just kind of scratch your head wondering, man, like. At what point do we not dwell, Well, yeah, dwell what, what point past? do you turn the page? Because I, I, I'm with you and Rummage said as much. It says. To sit there and say, like, he did inherit something. Like, I I don't want to say it's it's a mess that you keep going back and and both. It's not apples to apples with the Hubert Davis thing, which is what the, the, how C.L. Brown brought up the question. Yes. It's not apples to apples, the situations there. But at the same time, you can't keep dwelling on it. And because, like, like Rummage said, and it's taking the adage from Pops, let me grant you your argument. Last year doesn't count. Okay, in your first year here, you're six and eleven. That's still pretty bad, and that still needs to be addressed. Because you see how global uh, contingency of global fans are clamoring for what Damon Stoudemire, or Micah Shrewsbury at Notre Dame are doing up there. Like it's it's not like you got to be undefeated, but you just have to show signs, and people will gravitate toward. I mean, why do you think when people see it's like probably the best spurts of global basketball, people are clamoring for some to be positive about this team? It's just kind of they keep taking eight steps back whenever. They show glimpses of any hope. I know we're inching right. closer to the top of the hour. Look at us doing sports talk radio, not top mu- uh, movie lists. Zach is eagerly re- waiting to get in in his Falcons jersey or uh, hoodie right there. He looks like a young Bill Belichick. He's looking bowling good green. It. I like it. The bowling green. I know. Falcons. I was telling, we were talking in the back with Louis Rabot. It's that sneaky, nice campus. My old roommate was up I've there. Heard about that. Kind of has an R.L. Stein goosebumps theme to it up there. Was it like gothic and spooky or well? Is that what you think of you see Zachy C gothic and spooky? Yeah, he's, he's a resident emo kid. Yeah, that's <laughs> that, that's Zach for sure. <laughs> no, I didn't know what to expect. I know we're actually close to the top of the hour, so uh, yeah, I, we I can. That was kind of my diatribe when you asked me to preview the Louisville Wake Forest game, and I just completely no, took uh, the bull by the horns and started talking KP press conference. No, well, because I, I I'm happy you did that. It, there's a lot of meat on that bone. We'll get Zach's thoughts on that as well as some NFL stuff. We'll take a top of the hour break, uh, Coach. Brian Graham is going to join us with a quick U of L ice hockey preview on the other side. Then Mark Schofield of USA Today will join Zach and I to talk some NFL. Um, And yeah, we'll get some thoughts from one Zach EC. We'll take you up to the top of the hour um, and uh, the start of the roundtable with Round Daddy at 3 p.m. Again, a reminder that... Uh, mixtape coverage starts about five thirty. So I like how it. you, I like how you did that mixtape coverage, like mix it's tape a, coverage, in a, yeah. like an NFL playoff game, mix right there. I like coverage. that. Yes, that Justin and James do a lot of work behind the scenes for that. They like give it that kind of setup, like there. I the appreciate mix that mixtape coverage. Uh, you know the mixtape, one, one of the finest features of the week, will be uh, coming to you at five thirty, courtesy of our friends at five hundred two Hemp. So, um, yeah, uh, very excited for that. Keep it locked. ESPN 680, 105.7.